Welcome to Streamable, the podcast about the best streaming content out there. We're going to be reviewing shows and movies from Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Disney+, Peacock, whatever other services they come up with. So sit back, listen to our review, and then you can tell us how wrong we are on Twitter. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Brett. And together we have over 57 years of movie watching experience. Wait, we were watching movies when we were born? Shh, shut up. So apparently, no matter how nice the community gang tried to be to Fat Neil, it didn't work out because we kind of saw what 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 he ended up doing in this episode. Murdered Fat Neil. <laughs> yeah, murdered. I mean, it seemed like I, I get that the guy was probably not white just to make it more racist, but was it was it also racially motivated? Not just he he saw glowy eyes for no reason. Well, it was the the rhetoric of Stormfront, like well, yeah, yeah, conservatives was immigrants, right? So it's it's someone who's you know different and talks with an accent, and I don't know that that's necessarily racially driven. Obviously, it is not white immigrants, but um, so her her mentality is obviously just pure racism she's a nazi but i think the mentality for um you know fat neil was was fear and terrorism and he was probably a little racist and thought the indian guy was muslim or something who knows i mean no matter how muslim you are i don't think you get superpowers uh wasn't nakib or whatever the exploded guy that died he was was yeah, he? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't think I came from uh, from being Muslim though. I think he just had superpowers. Also, I feel bad for the actor Fat Neil because <laughs> he's known as Fat Neil. I because I have no idea what his name is. Yeah, but no matter what, he'll always be Fat Neil. I'm not gonna look it up. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the longest intro we've done where we haven't explained what we're doing, but everyone should know we're 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 covering. The boys for until the season ends. So this is boys season two episode seven, butcher baker candlestick maker. And basically the episode opens with what we just talked about. We we kind of went into the summary by accident, but yeah, there's just like this hate speech from Sto- uh, Stormfront and Homelander about you know there's still soup terrorists and there's immigrants pouring into the country. Any one of them could be a soup terrorist, but it shows. Fat Neil. <laughs> I have no other way to describe him. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure everybody knows who Fat Just Neil is. Living a routine life and getting more and more frustrated and kind of riled up. And then he goes to this convenience store one night and he thinks he sees this guy's eyes light up. So he's like afraid he's a soup. And then he comes back the next day and shoots him in the head. That's it. Right. It's pretty and, disconnected and, from the rest of the the episode, but it's you know. Also, how shitty of a plan was that? Like, because he says he says like, "Are are you bulletproof, motherfucker?" And then he shoots him. Like, if he was, your plan was to die. It's just like the witch hunts. <laughs> Stupid fat Neil. Stick to Dungeons and Dragons. 
All right, so the rest of the episode, if I remember correctly... Starts with begins... Lamplighter and porn. Oh, yeah. Lots of cuck porn. Why cuck porn? And also, cuck why is all there... cuck porn. That was just what he happened to be watching. Well, why why is there literally, like, superhero cuck porn? Like, it's, it's like, I guess it's supposed to be the story of the seven, but in cuck porn form? I don't know. Seems like a weird mashup. It was all a setup for the the discussion they had. I mean, yeah, yeah. I also like Huey's advice: you can't watch porn when it's light outside. <laughs> That's a pretty good rule to live by. I, I think so. What if you live in Alaska, though? Oh, there's there's a few like uh, yeah, there's a few like periods of the year where you just can't watch any porn. Yeah. That's the rule. But then. There's other periods where, isn't it just always dark or something? Yes. <laughs> it balances Not out. They're fine. Porn. doesn't mean that you have to watch porn when it's dark out. Only absolutes. <laughs> it's, it's the Sith porn rule. <laughs> All right. Let's not go down that rabbit hole too far. Anyway, Lamplighter's with, well, in the custody of the boys and, and Mallory. Yeah, the, they're also talking to that uh, the Congress uh, woman that was leading the uh, the uh, protest against Homelander a few episodes back. Yeah, and the idea is to have Lamplighter be a witness in front of Congress to hopefully, you know, get something to happen about Vought. But they decided that he's not enough, and they need somebody else, and they go to find Doctor Vogelbaum. The guy that made Homelander. Mallory tries to kind of just appeal to him and be like, hey, just, you know, do this. It's a good thing. And it doesn't really work. And then Butcher's plan is to come tell him, you're going to do this. And then the guy's like, but they'll kill my family. He's like, you're going to do this or I'm going to kill your family. Right. Which it seemed to be a pretty effective move there. Yeah, why not? That's the guy's only motivation. Speaking of family, we also get to see Butcher's dad, who that actor seemed familiar, but I don't remember him from anything specific. Yeah, he's in a few random things. I can't think of specifics either, but yeah, definitely a known actor. Yeah, apparently his dad is an asshole, though, and he used to beat him and his uh, brother. And Unfortunately, my theory was disproven, at least, yeah, seemingly, because his brother just killed himself. Yeah. But maybe. Maybe it was because maybe. a soup. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe he had like a relationship with a soup or something. Or a soup killed his girlfriend and then he killed himself. And that that, that really ties into the Huey thing. Too much. Yeah, yeah. Simple. Okay. <laughs> what happens to the rest of the boys' crew? Well... We'll go over the Huey bit because that's that's important and kind of ties into Annie. But I don't remember what happens with. Does anything happen with Mother's Milk or Frenchie, or Kimiko? Uh, Not really, right? Frenchie and Kimiko are tasked with keeping an eye on the senator, and Mallory's like, "Hey, you don't leave your post no matter what this time because yeah. last time yeah, yeah. grandkids died." And really, there's only one scene where they're sitting and watching over her, and then they kind of have a conversation, and Kimiko. Just kind of seems to start to warm up to him finally. That's that's really all it's it's meant for. Okay. 
the one mm thing literally the only thing was as they were leaving the house vogelbaum's house trying to convince him you know what mattered most he, he was basically like I, i'm not going to do what's right i'm going to do what matters most to me which is my family like he knew that going against fought was what was right but it, it would have destroyed his life potentially right. and mallory basically at the end of that was like you know he's right uh, you need to stop doing this, M.M. Like, I lost my family doing this shit. You still have a family. Right, okay. So that was their only interaction, but yeah, just kind of pulling at the threads of M.M.'s, like, struggle with all of this. Okay. Uh, so, and then Huey is still recovering from his, uh, like, you know, injuries from the last episode. So they kind of just leave him to hang out with Lamplighter and kind of watch him. And that's why they're sitting around watching porn. (laughs) But eventually, like, you know, they have some discussions about the porn and how, uh, you know, who's who's a cock and who's who's a cock fluffer (laughs) and all this stuff. But uh, they see news that uh, Annie gets captured because she had gone out to try to, like, have lunch or something with her mom, kind of reconcile that relationship. But the mom had talk to Vought, and Vought kind of ambushes them there and kidnaps both of them. And since we we established that Annie's powers literally require light, which I I honestly feel, again, is maybe set up so that stuff like this can happen, because how else do you normally, like, capture a super prisoner? Well, I mean, according to uh, Lamplighter, that cell she was in was, whatever, six feet deep and all that. I mean, Noir just beat the shit out of her. And and had crazy knockout gas. Like, they didn't do anything with the electricity. He just surprised her and knocked her out. Well, no, no, but, like, she's in the cell. And she doesn't have yeah, access in, to her powers cell, because there's I mean, no lights or anything. Yeah, it depends. I mean, a lot of them are going to be useless in a cell. The invisible guy can't do shit. I mean, I, I assume it depends on the person. But even a cell was able to contain crazy telekinetic woman. So. I guess. Well, anyways, uh, so yeah, she's captured. Huey sees that on the news when he finally decides to try to move off the porn. And they decide to go try to save her. Uh, they break into the facility. They make their way through. Well, uh, he convinces Lamplighter that this is the last opportunity for him to be a hero. And yeah. And Lamplighter's plan is apparently to just burn himself to death in front of his old Seven statue. Which didn't even exist anymore. I mean, yeah, which didn't seem like it was going to do anything, but it does set off the fire suppression system and alarms, which ends up giving Starlight some lights to work with, which then she is able to use to break out of her cell. The reason I have a problem with the cells is because last season it seemed like everyone had super strength, and now, suspiciously, I think they, they decided... They couldn't have everyone have super strength. So Dude, it was like rules. a vault door. They can't punch through that shit. I don't know what level strong. I don't know what level of super strength they have. It's not that strong. I don't know. Just just beat it enough until you you break through. Whatever. Yeah. So she gets out, uh, and then Huey ends up taking Lamplighter's hand because he needs his hand to open doors, and then. Ed's heads to a cell and opens it because he thinks he's going to save Annie and he ends up saving Annie's mom. And then well, they all back, escape together. 
to backtrack quite a bit, because um, this ties in Maeve and her significant other. I always forget her name. Elena. Elena. Uh, basically, Elena's like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't be around you because from last episode, she saw the video of Elena letting up or, or Maeve letting a plane full of people die. Um, and she was not really blaming her, whatever. Uh, so she ended up leaving. Maeve was depressed. She ended up fucking two random guys. Uh, and, you know, Ashley was all concerned about her image and she had to be at the Senate hearing and all this shit. So Maeve is finally just kind of done with things, but she randomly shows up when Annie is getting her ass kicked by Noir uh, in the conference room of the Seven where Lamplighter burned himself to death. And she shoves an Almond Joy in Black Noir's mouth because apparently Black Noir's weakness is a nut allergy. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess she took his EpiPen away, so I guess he's going to fucking die. That's such a shitty way to die, but I know, but it's fucking hilarious. It is is hilarious (laughs) to have a superhero die from a nut allergy. Yeah. Okay. I I didn't consider him just straight up dying because she does... She just completely take we away the EpiPen. We see his death, so I don't think so. Um, but yeah, it seemed like she intended to kill him at least. Uh, and Annie was basically Annie's like, "Thanks, you know, come with me, let's go." And Maeve's just like, "Nah." So Maeve's got her own fucking agenda. Who knows? But then yes, Annie catches up with Huey and and Mom, and they're all reunited and happy. Yeah. Uh, and then before we get to the end of the episode, the other thing to cover is Stormfront and Homelander, who, um, you know, are going around doing their, like, anti-immigrant superhero, I don't know what they're called, rallies? Rallies. <laughs> and, uh, but she, she ends up seeing, like, a baby, and that kind of reminds her of her own daughter, and then Homelander decides who's to... Who's 80. Yeah, who's 80. <laughs> and then uh, Homelander decides to introduce her to Ryan, so we actually get to see the Ryan Becca storyline again, but they end up going there and then talking to the kid and eventually like take him and like fly him up and kind of show him that he's living in this like secluded fake like neighborhood and home. And he gets upset at his mom and then uh, Stormfront Homelander and him like all fly off together. So now they're raising a evil super kid apparently. As part of their little happy Nazi family. Yeah. I mean, I think that was their intent. We don't see any more with that yet. I wonder what's going to happen with that. And then we get to the congressional hearing. Anything else I missed before that? There's a little storyline with the Deep and A-Train and the Scientology Church. There's just oh, a yeah. weird thing where... Um, Ar- Eagle the Archer, whatever the fuck that guy's stupid name is, yeah. um, is basically like blacklisted from the community. And like, <laughs> I just love the scene where the Deep is talking about him, and he's like, "Oh, he's such a great guy. He's he's a good friend. He introduced me to this." And the head of the religion is like, "He doesn't exist anymore. Never fucking mention his name." And he's like, "Oh yeah, he was terrible. <laughs> like he just turns on a dime because he's you know blindly following this uh, religion, this cult, basically." Yeah. Uh, and there's another scene where. Like, on the news, they're, like, talking about him, and uh, A-Train's just, like, wasn't he your friend? Like, A-Train clearly hasn't bought into any of this, and the Deep is 
deep into it, pun intended. Uh, but yeah, so that's just like a random side little thing. I don't know what the significance of it is yet. It's kind of random, but I guess we'll learn more next episode. I assume at least some of that stuff is going to wrap up and we're going to have some idea what the hell the Scientology clan is all about. But I guess the other thing they said was like, oh, the the news came out that Starlight was a traitor and they were like, uh, the head of Scientology was basically like, oh, that's great for you guys. You're going to be in the seven again. Like they, they need the seven needs uh... stability right now. And you two are, are, you know, there's nothing wrong with you you know deep has a redemption story and a train was just too slow like no one else knows that so just from a pr perspective they need you back right so all right so then we get to the congressional hearing and you know they're all getting ready and they call him their witness who's you know vogelbaum and he's getting long he's wheeling himself in well mallory's there the senator that was kind of leading the charges there. Homelander and Stormfront are there. And all of the boys are watching on TV. C-SPAN has it, right? Yeah, it's on C-SPAN. So Vogelbaum's wheeling in, and then all of a sudden, heads start exploding. I think we get Congressman's head explodes, and Vogelbaum's head explodes, and then the speedster who was supposed to replace A-Train's head explodes. I don't and know how many just a bunch of exploded, but there was a I bunch mean, it's like 20, exploded. but yeah, those are the three significant people. The Not the female senator that led the charge, but this like more senior senator who seemed to be leading the questioning. Uh, right, I think like all... He was first, and then Vogelbaum, and then the, uh, yeah, the other speedster superhero. So it does affect superheroes. But basically, Mallory got the senator out, the female senator who led the charge, and... Uh, Homelander and Stormfront were just sitting there, like, staring around, like, what the fuck is going on? So, and that's kind of pretty much how the episode ends. But two things I was going to say. One is, I I assume then the Speedster guy got blown up because the Deep and A-Train are going to end up back on the 7? Because it opened up two spots then? Well, did he ever get into the 7? Like, he was never shown. Like, that was the intended replacement, but I don't think he was ever inducted in. Which also makes me question why the fuck he was at that hearing. I don't know. But I, like, he was we never saw it. Yeah, but, but we never saw it. So, now, yeah, I don't now there's no counter speedsters, I assume. But maybe A-Train and Deep are back. Because now there's theoretically two open spots. With well, Annie being maybe, a traitor. Maybe three, four, maybe three. Because they never oh, replaced Translucent and Black Noir could be dead. But how many seven members are left? Homelander... <laughs> Maeve. A oh, Stormfront was the Maeve. translucent replacement. Oh yeah, she was. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so I just three, three, three open slots, I think, because we got Stormfront, Homelander, Maeve, and wait, what? Four open spots? Okay. The deep, the, the deep, the deep was the first one gone. Then it was translucent, who was replaced by Stormfront. Right. Well. Arguably, those are switched, but whatever. Now, Annie and uh, and A-Train and potentially Black Noir. Okay, so there are four missing things. Okay. Yes. 
potentially Crazy. Black Noir. We don't know for sure. That, that would be really funny for him to just die and then just be written off. I off the hope side. the episode opens with his funeral because that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> okay, and then secondly, we still don't know who the hell is exploding people's brains. And part of me wanted to be Giancarlo Esposito because he's just cool. And that would make more sense what? for it to be a Vought, Vought-focused person. Well, yeah, I mean, it seemed like, obviously, when in episode one or two or whatever that was, the um, CIA contacts had blew up that it was like, oh, it's clearly Vought. There is one superhero that was killed in this, so it could be a third party. My inclination is it's Vought, and they just killed one shitty, like, that. he was the fall guy, and they killed him, so they would be like, well, we didn't do it. Uh, it's, you know, we wouldn't have killed one of our own. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with you there. But you literally think it's Giancarlo Esposito, like, he has the power? Maybe. We don't know. That would make him cooler. But that is an insane power that you can kill a soup with nothing, apparently. Yeah, well, I mean, that power is broken any way you look at it, because how do you stop that? Well, especially when you don't, like, I assume it was someone in the room, but, I mean, when the CIA woman was killed, there was fucking no one around. Yeah, I mean, like, can you... Is it like you a line to... of sight thing, or what, I mean... Can you do it through the um, through the TV? Like Vader choking that guy? Maybe. Yeah. They don't need I mean, anything. That's what they were trying to do. They were trying to use the force to force choke and just a little hard. Yeah, choke a little too hard to get pops. So, wait. Are we saying there's a potential Star Wars crossover? I don't know, man. I think it's too gory for Star Wars. Yes, it is. It was. It was still wasn't as bad as the the face rip off, but. Yeah, I mean the the I think the goriest or like the scariest seeming Star Wars scene is still only that one thing in uh, Rogue One where where Vader kills the hallway full of soldiers, but yeah, it's not like... gory. I guess not, because I mean by nature the lightsaber, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so the big mystery going into the final episode of the season, who the fuck is killing everyone? Why? Um, clearly all of these hearings against Vought are fucked, so you know, what's going to happen next? What are the boys going to do? What's their angle? And is this going to come down to a civil war with soups? Because Maeve is on her own. The boys... I guess just have Starlight and Kimiko after Lamplighter set himself on fire. But A Train in the Deep are like potentially outside as well, so who knows? Yeah, I don't know. And then what's happening with the new Nazi super kid? He's going to be a Nazi. He's probably being trained to be a Nazi. I mean, <laughs> there's not much more to it, I don't think. Well. I the sad thing is I honestly don't think we're gonna get most of these questions answered until no. season three. Yeah, and I mean the um telekinetic woman from last episode is who knows. Is, is that she's all person another... related to the other head exploding person? Just because the ability is so similar. But, I mean, the head-squishing thing is so specific. Like we said, we the only kill we saw her do was explode an entire body. 
which seems like it's just a more powerful version of it. Yeah. Unless, unless she has to, she seems to have to see things, right? If the squishy head person can do it through TV, that's fucking insane. Yeah, I would just have a drone. <laughs> Maybe that's what they had when they killed the CIA lady. <laughs> Maybe. And then, and then C-SPAN. Army of drones. How do you, how Actually, are you I, ju- I just hack, I just hack into um, the CCTVs. I mean, our network in America isn't as, like, intense as, like, a UK CCTV uh, thing. You'd be surprised. I don't think it's that bad. Ours like, is there's... obvious, but ours... The, there's, there's, like, a straight-up, like, police, uh, like, state in terms of in terms of seeing what everyone is doing at all times when you're outside. There was a show about it on Netflix that I was watching. Anyways... <laughs> interesting episode lots of head explosions that i didn't expect and i don't know how they're wrapping up this season because it still feels like there's too many unanswered questions i think i i I have no idea what to expect from the next episode do you uh like i said i i hope for i don't know that i expect but i hope for this kind of civil war whether it is political or physical that the Scientology church, the boys, uh, the telekinetic woman, Vaught, Maeve, there's like six sides to this fucking war, basically. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. I also feel like it's weird to have like a season ender that isn't going to have like some sort of pretty big climax or reveal, so I wonder what's going to be. And if it's if it's all literally just to lead up to season three, it's not enough of that. I don't know if it's going to be as as exciting, especially because of the the weekly release schedule, which I'm still complaining about. Binge it, well, damn it! Hey, hey, look at it this way: it's going to be slightly less time until next season. Huh? No, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean that that about covers the episode. I guess I'm interested to see what happens next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can find us on all the popular social media sites at StreamablePod and listen to the podcast on your favorite platforms. Please be sure to subscribe and leave us a review.